0: Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Live from Los Angeles, the win without competing show with Dr. Arlene Barrow, host and creator of the Right Fit Method, the key to professional and personal success. Now, let's join Dr. Arlene. Today, we are celebrating the 100th episode of the Win Without Competing show. Can Trump's brand, Win the White House? Ask Dr. Arlene. Politics fascinates me. It's all about branding. For many, the unique brand of Donald Trump is a puzzlement. It's perplexing, confusing, and mysterious. We have never met a presidential candidate that is a Trumpian. He truly is one of a kind. Visualize this. Have you dissected a frog in a science class? I have. I will dissect the Trump brand as if he were a frog, then I will analyze the parts or components for you to decide whether Trump is the right fit candidate to become the Republican nominee. From my analysis of Trump's unique brand, you will learn more about creating your brand. Poll after poll indicates that the public is very angry with the politicians who are currently running our country. The dissatisfaction keeps climbing. The latest poll shows a dissatisfaction rate of 72%. This is the right time for us to evaluate non-politicians for president. Trump's timing is perfect. He became a Republican presidential candidate and quickly the front runner. Trump presents himself as a $10 billion businessman with an entrepreneurial mindset who, as president, would run the country as if it is a for-profit business. How does he communicate his message? Simply repeating the same phrases over and over. His goal? Make America Great Again. He selects hot buttons, like illegal immigration. His solution? Build a wall and deport all illegal immigrants. Like Joan Rivers, Trump trumpets the unspoken, what people are thinking but afraid to say. In essence, Trump is like a mirror. The hot buttons are those issues that make Americans angry. That. Is what he mirrors as Trump continues to talk in themes critics question whether he really has well thought-out plans that are feasible foreign policy is a concern they forget that Trump is a Trumpian he is accustomed to deal-making and keeping things under wraps until he is ready to make an important announcement Here it is. Shortly before Halloween, Trump's new book will be published, Time to Get Tough, Make America Number One. Instead of detailing his plans on the web, he wrote a book. By doing that, he ensures that his ideas will be attributed to him. He repeatedly reminds us that he is the first presidential candidate who highlighted illegal immigration which prompted the other candidates to weigh in. Trump has had a history of writing books that have become bestsellers. The real question is whether his new book will help propel him to become the Republican nominee, perhaps even the tipping point, which could propel him in either direction, forward or backward. What do you think? Pope Francis, the powerhouse pope. How will the power of Pope Francis impact the public's position on immigrants and refugees? During the pope's first visit to this country, he gave a passionate speech to immigrants at Independence Hall in Philadelphia, where Abraham Lincoln signed the Declaration of Independence. At the beginning and end of his speech, the Pope repeated the same passage from the Declaration, which outlines our inalienable rights, rights that cannot be taken away. Enthralled by the Pope's passion to empower immigrants to be who they are and share their talents, I envisioned Abraham Lincoln freeing the slaves. Standing where Lincoln stood, Pope Francis, in his speech, emancipated immigrants. Note, he did not differentiate between legal and illegal. To further support immigrants, he proudly shared that he is the son of immigrants, who then became the Pope. Will the Pope's speech empower immigrants and immigrant organizations to take a strong stand against Trump's deportation policy? The Pope, a brilliant strategist, indirectly gave his permission for immigrants to protect their rights by emphasizing their entitlement. As for Trump's policy on refugees, he says, We will take in no one if he becomes president. Of course, the Pope would adamantly disagree. The Pope's visit has caused a significant stir on Twitter, where he is very popular and highly influential. In fact, he has five Twitter accounts. Will Donald Trump tweet about the Pope in the middle of the night? More about this shortly. Dissection? analysis. Let's dissect and analyze Trump's interaction with other Republican presidential candidates, the media and the public. Keep in mind that Trump adores free publicity, good or bad. He believes that subtlety is appropriate for nuns. What about the Pope? He knows how to gracefully move from subtle to direct. Trump is the master of distraction. In an attempt to eliminate the other Republican presidential candidates, he initially caused them to behave as if they were mice in a maze. He criticized them in a Trumpian way. Why? He wanted to distract them from focusing on themselves and their quest for the presidency. The wise candidates didn't take the bait and fight back. The weak candidates fought back. The Republican Party expected Jeb Bush to be the frontrunner. He took Trump's bait. He became so annoyed that he said that Trump was not fit to be president. Ultimately, he realized that he should ignore Trump, but it was too late. Moreover, he could not learn from Trump's rise to frontrunner that the public wants a non-politician. What did Bush do? He emphasized that he is a politician. Remember, I asked whether Trump would tweet in the middle of the night about the Pope. Jeb Bush released a video that said, Donald, please don't tweet in the middle of the night. Go to sleep. Poor Jeb Bush. He probably couldn't sleep. Was he glued to Twitter all night, worrying what Trump would say next about him? Perhaps. Of course, I'm sure he didn't want to hear any more about his low energy. What started off as a successful Trump strategy has now become an obsession. He is distracting himself as well as motivating others to speak up. Carly Fiorina and Marco Rubio are going after Trump, and she and he are taking the bait. No, he, not she and he. He, Donald Trump, is taking the bait rather than ignoring them. He expected them, of course, to be, um, shall we say, licking their wounds, but they are not. They figured out if they go after Trump, they will capture free media coverage just by riding on his coattails. They have gone up in the polls. Dr. Ben Carson, accustomed to academic politics, avoids talking about Trump. He is now second to Trump. As for the media, Trump boycotted Fox News because a journalist said something negative about him. When the New York Times and CNN reported that he had some empty seats at one of his events, he said it was not true, and the reporters incompetent. The media was right; Trump was wrong. When Trump was a child, he was expelled from public school. His father sent him to military school to learn how to manage his behavior. If Trump wants to win the Republican presidential nomination, he needs to be a win-without-competing man who is the one right fit, not for himself, but for the country. He must manage his behavior, which includes not responding to every criticism, rehire campaign manager Roger Stone, who walked out on Trump after the first debate because Trump did not follow his advice, demonstrate his Negotiation skills to convince voters that he can work with world leaders in Congress. Present his domestic and foreign policy plans in sufficient detail so that the public can visualize what he will do. Today, interestingly enough, he did release a tax plan. Announce his cabinet when appropriate. Welcome questions about his plans and be open to different points of view, everyone that he is willing to learn and change his mindset when necessary. Trump has a vision of how to make America great again. In order to have the opportunity to execute that vision, he needs to focus on the country first, not his ego. By doing that, his likability factor will surge, which is necessary to win both the nomination and the presidency. According to pollsters, Voters elect presidents on their likability. Trump's likability score is currently low. Do you think that Trump can change his behavior? I would love to hear from you. What did you learn about branding from today's show? Would you like me to analyze your professional brand? Email drbarro at or call my office at 310-443-4277 and ask for Dr. Arlene. To follow me on Blog Talk Radio, go to my profile page and click the Follow button on the bottom left side of the banner. To listen to more episodes of Win Without Competing, go to iTunes or drbarrow.com. To learn about my company, Barrow Global Search, based in Westwood, adjoining UCLA, Visit BarrowGlobal.com to read excerpts from my book, Win Without Competing, nominated for Business Book Award. Use my app, I Brand You for Hire, Rate Your Brand Zero to Hire, and subscribe to my Win Without Competing blog. Visit WinWithoutCompeting.com. Remember, with Dr. Arlene's branding, you can achieve unparalleled success. Thank you for listening to 100th episode of Win Without Competing. Can Trump's brand win the White House? Ask Dr. Arlene. Goodbye for now. This is Dr. Arlene.